0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome! Well, this is a, a different edition, I should say. This edition's called Pillow Talk. And what Pillow Talk is... Is us talking about celebrity news, hot topics, things that's going on in the world. And we're going to give this to you. Well, we're going to try to give this to you try. every week. Yeah, try.
1: No, 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 no. Yes, we're Don't try. start with this. We got five kids <laughs> and a lot of shit going on. We're going to no, try. No, you need to commit. See, that's your problem. You have a problem with commitment and everything is try. We got a lot of shit if going we on. we can or if we can fit it in. No, make it your business. I know you got things to do and people to see, but. I want to put this out every Monday, hopefully every Monday morning. Okay, we, we will try. So that on people's ride to work, on their drive to school, or when they're waking up, if they ain't got nothing to do on a Monday, it's something that you can turn on and listen to what's going on in the world.
0: All right. So we'll try to do it every Monday. And it's not going to be that long. It's going to be around 20 minutes. Here we, we go. What? Here we go. We're gonna. It's going to be around Don't 20 start. minutes. Don't and we're going to just talk start. about everything.
1: No, no, no. Why are you so confined to 20 minutes? Like 20 minutes? Why oh, 20 minutes? That's
0: short. It's short and I'm sweet to wake you up. I'm more 30 minutes.
1: Minute. Short and sweet can be 30 minutes. Our regular podcast is between an hour, hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 30 minutes on a great day for right. me.
0: What about 25? Like Why are we negotiating right five middle.
1: minutes? Why are we negotiating we got, five minutes? We got things to do. Five minutes means that much to you? Yes. How about we agree to this? How about we cover the topics that we're interested to talk about? And when we're done talking about it, we're done. Like, why are you watching the clock and thinking to yourself, we got to keep it to 20 minutes. We got to keep it to 20 minutes. Why? Like, What does five minutes mean to you? Honestly, 27. (laughs) how about I turn the laptop away from you so that you have no idea how long it's running and it just runs how long it runs. There's nobody here micromanaging our time or telling us that we have to be done in any specific time. We do what we want to do.
0: All right. Agreed. Minutes.
1: Just look at me, look at me in the eye and say agreed.
0: Twenty nine okay. minutes. Agreed. All right. <laughs> so let's let's get this started. Let's the first topic, let's talk about Monique. Monique was oh, okay. all over the news this week. Now, if you haven't heard, of course Monique was on the Breakfast Club last week. Uh she was pretty much there because Charlemagne gave her Donkey of the Week weeks before. Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, mm-hmm. weeks before. And um, she was mad about it. Now the reason she got Donkey Today and the reason she's such in the news, so in the news, I should say was Netflix offered her $500,000 for a comedy special. She felt Netflix was being uh, disrespectful and doing this because she's a African-American woman. Mm-hmm. And she thought that she should get more money, kind of like uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer. She didn't say the same amount, but she wanted more money closer to what they were getting.
1: Okay. So let me ask you this. Yes. And I did wake up to listen to that interview Mm -hmm. when it broadcasted. Right. That was something I was very interested in. I don't wake up to listen to every single one, but that one I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And how do you recall her citing sexism if Amy Schumer was offered more money than she was? I think she
0: was saying a black woman. And Amy Schumer, of course, is a white woman. I think she was saying that Netflix necessarily doesn't respect Black women and doesn't want to pay them on the same pay scale.
1: OK, so she's not saying that they don't respect women in general, but she's saying that they don't. She feels as though they don't respect black women. Correct. OK, continue.
0: So um, she was on the show and, and uh, I gave my piece. Charlamagne gave his and so did Angela Yee. And I still stand by mine. I, you know, I feel that the five hundred thousand dollars that they offered her was low. I feel Mm -hmm. like that was low for Monique and Monique feels she's a legend and I feel that she is too. But in the same realm, it's business, you know, and we own several different businesses and Netflix is a business. And I think when Netflix, how Netflix looked at it was she's got offered to do comedy specials by other networks, other places. Mm -hmm. And they were less than the $500,000 that Netflix offered. She's agreed to that. And she said that was true. Mm -hmm. Also, um, Netflix said that, you know, there's rumored that her reputation and how she acts around people, she's hard to work with. Mm-hmm. And she agreed. She said, Yeah, that's true. She's heard that rumor before.
1: And But she didn't say that it was true that she's no, hard she, to work with. No, she said that wasn't okay, true. Let's just she, be clear. she said uh-huh. that
0: wasn't true at all. Right. But you know, you and I both know sometimes it's not the truth, it's, it's what people believe.
1: Right. Um the term that goes hand in hand with that is perception is reality. Correct.
0: Right. So um, when Netflix made the offer, I understand why Netflix made that offer. You know, all these other networks offered you less than Mm $500,000. You know, there's room at that. You're hard to work with. So if I know you have no options, nowhere else to go, why would I offer you an obscene amount of money when I know you have no place to go? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't necessarily know how many people you can... Get in those seats, or have you, you know, have watching the Netflix special? What your draw is? I don't know what your draw is. Right. So until I can figure it out, until we can document it, no, I'm gonna low you. I'm gonna offer you a low amount mm-hmm. as a business person. That's what business is about. Now, as Monique on the other end, well, business is about spending low and profiting high. Absolutely, right. And now, on Monique on the other side, at that point can say, you know what, go fuck yourself. No, I'm not gonna take that deal, or. I'm going to take that deal, prove to you that I can bring people in, and then the next deal, I'll stick you up for as much money as I want because now I have the actual numbers to prove how much I brought in. And people were mad and they said that, oh, no, Netflix did this. But, you know, at the end of the day, I understand business. And I understand you don't have to take every deal. You know, you don't have to. And people were upset about it. What do you think about it?
1: Well, I think that the word value is subjective. Mm-hmm. Value is is what someone is willing to pay for something. Correct. So you can have any item, any object, any item that is for sale and its value can be different in 10 different cases to 10 different people. Correct. Because each person's desire, want or need for that specific item can be different. So, One item can be life-changing for one person and it can mean nothing to someone else. Kind of like, you know, one man's trash is another person's treasure. Mm -hmm. So her value can be, you know, if I'm a lover of Monique and her comedy, it can be very high to me, but to a business person who looks at her as difficult to work with and doesn't see her getting a higher offer elsewhere, her value may be lower. And I think that she's funny and I think that she's extraordinarily talented. She's an Oscar winner. So she's talented on many different fronts. And I don't think that anybody would argue with that, but her value possibly to Netflix may be lower because they don't see her getting higher offers Elsewhere, So in their mind, to pay her more than $500,000 may be overpaying her as far as they're concerned. Mm-hmm. But for her, who sees herself as a legend, as many of us do, and mm-hmm. I do agree, she's absolutely a legend. She's done things that a lot of other women in comedy haven't done. But for her, she looks at them as undervaluing her. My personal opinion, yes, I think that they should have offered her more than $500,000 And if she was satisfied by that, then I would think obviously she would take that. And just like you said, stick them up the next time around because you've already proven yourself. But unfortunately, she's in a position, unlike other people that have gotten Netflix deals, that she has to prove herself because her reputation at this point precedes her. And just like you said, she has a reputation for being nasty and difficult. But that is a rumor You and I don't know whether that's true. She addressed that on The Breakfast Club. And my ears were up. I was listening to what she was saying. And what she's saying may very well be true. And I can see it playing out the way that she described it. She said that one of those occasions where she was given... The label of being nasty and difficult was when was it with was it on the lee daniels um no. i don't remember what set it was i mean it was the ebony shoot where they threw a check at her was it the ebony shoot yes yes she said Explain that we'll just
0: say allegedly allegedly she was on an ebony photo shoot and uh they said allegedly one of the executives threw a check at her assistant And she said she stood up for her assistant because she says, you don't throw no check at my people. And I get that because if you throw a check at my people,
1: it would have been
0: the same way. But But. Netflix wasn't there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. It's all about what they hear. And if they feel they can get a little from you, they're going to
1: take a little from you. And that is understandable because that is business. And business is never supposed to be personal. Right? If I'm a business person... I'm going to try to get you for as little as I can pay and I want to get as much work and as much success out of you that I can so that my profits are high. Everyone tries to buy low and profit high. That's the nature of business. So as far as Netflix, if that is everything that went into making that offer, then I understand. I don't know if more went into that offer. I don't know if what she thinks The reason that they lowballed her has any credit to it, but it can, because the way that I look, well, first I want to talk a little bit more about her and her side and how she looked at the situation. Right. So she was, she stood up for her assistant. Right. In that case, according to her. Correct. And then she said that on other sets, she's the one person that will stand up and not tolerate the disrespect. Correct. And if you're the person that has the guts to do that, and then you're slapped with the label of difficult because you're being compared to maybe other people or other women or other black women that won't do the same, then maybe they don't want you around. Right? Maybe there can be a smear campaign. It's possible. I don't know that it's true, but all that I can say is that I believe That it's possible. Right. Absolutely. And if her behavior in those situations earned her a bad rep that precedes her and is preventing her from getting deals or deals that are worth what she wants it to be worth, then it's a price that you pay. It's kind of like being a martyr in a sense. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you take the, like you stand up for what's right, but then you have to take this bullet at the same time. Right.
0: But you can't fault Netflix for trying to make a smart business decision. I don't I don't personally think it had anything to do with sexism or racism. Me personal it had to do with what you can draw and what you can bring. And if there were other places that were offering her more than Netflix then I'd be like this is some fucking bullshit. And if there was if she didn't have the reputation of not necessarily being a nice and kind person to people, mm-hmm. then I would understand. But in this case, I don't I don't agree. Now, I think that what she should have did was try to come back with a higher price or say, you know what, Netflix, fuck y'all and go do your own, you know, because at the end of the day it's a business decision and you can move what you what you want. But do I think she's worth more than a half a million dollars? Yes. Do I think she can draw more than that to make money? Yes. But as a business, I see why Netflix shot low.
1: But I'll tell you one thing. I understand that as well. But I think that she's a very strong woman, and I think that it says a lot about her, that clearly she's not getting offers left and right, Uh-huh, but that she turned down it, because at the same time, a half a million dollars is a half a million dollars, correct. It's a lot of money to anyone, But she turned it down to prove her point right now her point and netflix points might have missed each other but i think that it took it takes a very strong and confident person to do that okay. so I, I i do like that
0: okay well monique we we wish you the best and if you're ever around in new york city area again, and i will love to come to your show and watch and, and laugh <laughs> all right uh next topic i want to talk about uh the school shooting that happened in florida right. Okay. 17 people were killed. And what I want to talk about is uh, last week, Donald Trump, your president. Who's president? Your president. He's my president. He's your president. Why is he my president? Said that he. Hello. Why is he my president? Because he's not my president.
1: So if he's not your president, he's my president. He's your president. I think we voted for the same person. I didn't. And vote it for him. wasn't him. It, was,
0: it wasn't him. Okay,
1: so he's not my president. He's not
0: my president. Either. Okay. But anyway, your president said that. You
1: say that one more time, and you're going to catch a black eye. Stop right. saying that. That's the. He's best. the president.
0: Okay. The president said that um, he was thinking about having teachers have armed guns or have guns, I should say, armed be weapons armed. Mm-hmm. or be armed, I should say. So what do you think about teachers being armed to protect students?
1: I think it's a terrible idea. I agree with you. And he's an idiot for coming up with that concept. And, you know, That's and so, ridiculous. And
0: some people said, well, maybe it'll work. And and I look at it like this, you know, first of all, they don't pay teachers enough anyway. You know, second of all, <laughs> do I want a teacher to have to worry about teaching math and walking around with a gun? And you and I both know you've shot at the range before, you know, I've shot at the range before. We don't, we're not in military action. So if a gunman is out there shooting, I'm supposed to remember my training slash remember my uh, geography I'm supposed to teach as well. I don't want that at all. And not only that, you and I both know that there's always one teacher, I'm I'm sure a couple teachers, that you made cry before. You ever made a teacher cry
1: before? Have I ever made a teacher cry before?
0: Yes, yes. I made a teacher cry once. See, now, do you want that teacher? And I teacher? almost
1: denied it, but then I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, he might actually remember <laughs> Right?
0: Now, that yes. could you imagine that teacher that you made cry with a gun? I don't <laughs> want that teacher, because I made a couple teachers cry, and I don't want those teachers with guns.
1: Well, I think that it's a lot more than just, you know, teachers and guns. I think that just because you're a teacher doesn't mean that you're equipped And that you pass all of the tests that a regular citizen has to pass in order to carry a gun. You and I both have gun licenses and that wasn't easy. We had to go through a lot to get our gun licenses. And I think that a person has to qualify on many different levels to get a gun and There are teachers out there that aren't wrapped too tight. Right. Just because you're a teacher doesn't mean that, you know, you're the salt of the earth. Right. Let's just be real. There's a lot of teachers that, well, not a lot, but there are some teachers that I've had that I thought poorly of. There's teachers that our children have had that I've thought poorly of that I wouldn't want a gun on their person while they're teaching my children. Correct. So I think that that's a horrible, concept it's a horrible idea and for no other reason than there's a simpler solution why don't we have police or armed police at our kids schools to protect them in the case that anything like this were to take place well
0: there was an armed police guard uh, outside of the school was in he a
1: police officer i'm not sure if was a police officer i don't officer. think so
0: he was a security officer if if i'm not mistaken with a gun i'm not sure but when the shooting was going on, he didn't run inside. Yeah,
1: he, I, no, I know he stayed outside the door. He had no intention to help. Correct. His main focus was to keep himself safe. Correct. But I think it's I think there's a big difference between security guards and police officers. Right. I would feel feel more comfortable with my children being protected by a police officer. Somebody that's trained and continually trained. Trained, and they're. You know, I'm sure they would undergo further training to be in a school setting. Right. That's a much, a much easier to accomplish, a much simpler because this is a police officer that's gone through gun training. Correct. They've gone through training to know how to handle stressful situations, hostage situations, all that. Right. Fill in the blanks. I mean, that's not something that we have to talk to death. It's obvious. As opposed to a teacher who's been educated and trained to teach, now they have to worry about being protectors as well. Right. Now they have to learn to keep their cool. The only way that I think that that they would be suitable to carry a gun is if they go through police training. Right. Which is not going to happen. No. And, you know, you have, you know, this twenty-four year old teacher that just got out of college and, you know, it's her first job and she's teaching your eighth graders and now she has to learn how to carry a gun and how to protect twenty eight children. It's ridiculous.
0: Stupid idea. It's
1: a stupid idea. They would have to go through so much training and they their pay would have to be increased. Now they have to be paid at least part, part of a salary that a police officer would be paid. You figure out what would make sense. But if a police officer, let's just say, for instance, I have no idea what police officers make, but let's say they make $100,000. You might have to increase this teacher's pay by $25,000 because now they have this added burden.
0: Right, you know, it's, but it's I think it's a teacher crazy. makes like forty thousand. So you'd have to add. 60, no, I, I know, 000, you know that they don't make a hundred
1: thousand dollars, but it's just an easy round number.
0: Absolutely, but yeah, I think it's a stupid and horrible idea,
1: and it puts your kids in further danger. Can you imagine how many more news stories there would be because the teacher assessed a threat? In the school or a gun accidentally going off or the teacher that they didn't know was bipolar and a child rubbed them the wrong way and got shot in the arm or worse off. I mean, it just introduces so many more problems. I I think it's a terrible idea. Okay.
0: All right. Well, let's go to the next topic. See how we're going through these fast. I mean, I like it. Black China sex tape. Man, what do you want to talk about the Black China sex tape? For? I expected more from the Black China sex tape. Um, I know a lot of you guys seen it. And the reason I, I think I expected more is because she was a stripper in the past. She's uh, been written with numerous people. And I just thought. Do you know that she's been with numerous people? I mean, I see the guys that she's been with, the couple that I've seen the last couple of years. Okay. And I just thought that she would be more of a professional.
1: More of a professional, and I
0: understand that maybe more I'm more of a at,
1: professional. <laughs>
0: maybe I'm looking at strippers. You know, a
1: profession. A profession is something that people do for money. Okay, I know that she danced for money. Okay, you're right. So let's not. All right, it let's was, not confuse that all right, all right. with prostitution.
0: Okay, you're right. Okay, it, it was a lazy sex tape very lazy and the reason i say that is if i tape myself or if i know i'm being taped i'm gonna go hard like if i'm if i'm going down on you and and you're taping it i'm gonna go down on you and i'm gonna go like that's the last piece of uh what's my favorite food jerk chicken on the face of this planet (laughs) and i'm gonna eat that jerk chicken and lick every flavor and you're gonna perform exactly that's that's what i'm doing i'm gonna perform so if you guys listen
1: to our Relationship podcast, you would know that we we touched on this a little bit. So to reiterate, mm-hmm. um, like I told you before, I think that that is what she was doing on her personal time. Right. That was personal. When she's in the public eye and she's doing things for the masses mm-hmm. or, you know, she's out there half naked with her areola showing right. or, you know, in a see-through dress with a thong. That's, in my opinion, a performance. That's something that she does to have people talking about her, to garner attention Correct. so that, you know, there's a stir. And then, you know, you turn on your phone, you turn on Instagram, and it's 16 pictures of black China in, you know, this garb or whatever. But that's all like a ploy to me, mm-hmm. just like, you know, the Kim Kardashians and, you know, all these girls that are posing nude, semi-nude or scantily clad or whatever – they do it for attention. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't think that you can confuse that or what she does or what she did do for money stripping with what she does in her personal life. That can all be a facade. That can all be an act, you know, just like, you know, performers and actors and whatnot, what you see on the stage, what you see on the big screen has nothing to do with who they are in their personal lives. So Tate was whack though. But you know what, to be honest with you, that could have been a one-off day. She could have be amazing on any other day. That could have just been a Wednesday and it could have been her one-off day. You know, it's, you, you can't judge a person's capacity to be phenomenal sexually just based off of what, one minute that we saw in an Instagram video? I mean, she might have wrecked shop in the second minute. Who knows? Well, I don't know. Right? My point is, I don't know. And I don't believe in being judgmental or... It was trash. I saw the video. I don't think that it was impressive. I'll admit that. But all I'm saying is that we can't judge her based on that. And to be honest, who the hell are we to judge her sexual performance? Yeah, Do you understand she, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, But it was trash. That was her business. And You're that's right. what she did in that moment. But let me ask you a question. Yes. There's another sex tape going around. And... All the labels under these under this said sex tape is that it's Black China, but I know that she said that it's not her. Yeah, what did she you said heard not, about yeah, that? Yeah,
0: she said it's not her. She said that that's just a lookalike. She said it's not her. um That sex tape is trash too. Um, that
1: sex tape was trash as well. Let me tell you, <laughs> if
0: if we ever have sex and you have on socks. <laughs>
1: She did have whoever it was in that video definitely my, had on black my socks. My
0: penis will get soft so fast. You don't have to worry about me coming.
1: Yo, that was the, the first that thing experience, that I noticed experience is gonna in be that over. video.
0: Like if you ever come into bed with fuzzy socks on, <laughs> it's a rap. I don't care. That girl how good totally you look. had so- I don't care socks on. How you getting into it, how great you're doing. Uh-huh. If you have on fuzzy socks, it's a wrap.
1: Yo, let me ask you a question. Sidebar. In that video, that girl, whether it be black, China, or a very intentional look Uh-huh. and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a 13-minute video, mm-hmm. and the female was like teasing the guy in the video for a long time. Right. Okay? I didn't hear the audio, so I'm not really I only heard parts of the audio, mm-hmm. um, but She was basically like reverse cowgirl riding him. And while she was, well, she wasn't actually riding, she was simulating it, but his penis wasn't inside of her the entire time. To me, he kind of looked like he didn't move. Damn near the whole first half of the video, he didn't move at all. His hands were like above his head. And to me... It seemed as though he was frustrated right. or I could have just been frustrated watching. So I like the idea of teasing, but there's a, there's a cutoff point to teasing. What right. did you think about that?
0: Um, I thought it was trash. I, I thought that he was probably like, you know what? What the fuck is she doing? Like do something. Right. Like do something. But I also think he was thinking like, I don't want to jump too fast because I might ruin this for myself. So he probably was like, I'm just going to let her control the situation to see where it goes. But it was trash. I, I don't think that was Black China and whoever that was should be ashamed of themselves too. <laughs> it was trash.
1: Oh, you don't think it was her?
0: No, but you know, and that's another thing. Like I say, if I videotape myself, I'm going to go hard. I'm like, even if I'm, I'm a novice, I'm going to stroke you like I'm I'm Mr. Marcus, who is a porn star. I'm going <laughs> to F the ish out of you. Like, that's what it's going to be for real.
1: Because it's going on record.
0: It's going on record. And there I don't you know go. what you're going to do with this after. I don't know if it's going to get leaked. I don't know if you're going to show your girls, your BFF, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Or even if I show my boys, I want it to be like, damn, you was hitting
1: that hole. Well, he was trash, too.
0: I wasn't paying attention to him.
1: Well, I was okay, <laughs> all right. What's next?
0: All right, next, um, you know what I want to talk about? I know what you want to talk about, what I want to talk about,
1: Joe Button. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Joe Button. Yeah,
0: um, I was uh, listening to Joe Button's uh podcast, and uh, he was breaking down me and you on a reel mm-hmm. And um, I actually spoke to him after about it, though. Um, he, he was breaking down us on the reel, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't understand how a man." Well, mad.
1: first you have to explain. There might be people that are new to this edition. Okay, well, that don't even know. That all right, were we'll on explain it.
0: Gee or- and I were on the reel. The reel is a show that comes on. Uh, TV in the afternoon it's four women Uh, that talk about everything that goes on from hot topics to things that go on in the world it's just a dope dope show so Gia and it's I. It's kind of
1: like a younger version of The View.
0: Okay yeah they skew younger than The View. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gia and I were on there and we were just talking about our relationship talking about our podcast and they asked us several, several different questions and Joe Button was kind of breaking down our interview on The Real. There you go. Um, and as he was breaking down on the rail, some of the things that he said were just stupid. And um, I, know, I didn't hear it. Yeah, I, I know Joe Button a long time. And one of the things that he said was, um, yeah, yeah. How could Envy how could Envy go on the pod? How could Envy go on the show and and talk about cheating? How can he just how can he, how can he go on the show and talk about cheating? And I had to remind Joe. I said, Joe, do you remember when you came on The Breakfast Club? And we asked you about Esther Baxter. That was his ex a long time ago. And you sitting on her stomach and and y'all getting into this big beef and her losing the baby and all this, that and the other. And he was like, yeah, I said, you didn't come on the show that to talk about that. I said, you came on the show to talk about your project, your album at that time. I said, and we asked you about that. I said, we didn't go on the reel to talk about cheating. No, we went there to talk about our podcast and the things that we're doing. I said, but. We never, ever, ever, ever tell somebody, you can't ask us this or you can't ask us that. right? Because we are an open book. You can ask us whatever the fuck you want to ask us. Please, we don't care. We will answer. And then when I said that, he was like, oh, I didn't think about that. You're right. But I was like, Joe, you of all people are smarter than that.
1: Did he apologize?
0: Yeah, he apologized. He said, yeah, my bad. I didn't know. Uh, And then, you know, we talked about some other stuff, talked about kids and stuff. Um, But for him... It bothered me because I was like, you of all people should know.
1: Well, he should know. And also for a person that does what he does, you it's your job to look at things from different perspectives. Correct. You know? And it's so easy to just jump. Right. It's so easy to be fed information and to have an opinion that aligns with the masses. Right. Like the bandwagon effect, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's so bad nowadays where it's as though people almost don't even think for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's like God gave us a brain and we have to use that brain. We have to think for ourselves and the right answer isn't always the easiest answer that you come to. So for him, I feel as though, you know, that might've been some of the fodder that might've been, you know, something that he heard and it was just easy to initiate commentary about it. Right. But that's not the case. You know, but we're just like you said, you know, we're not like a lot of people that do interviews and have an assistant, an agent, or a manager tell the interviewer the questions that they can't ask. Correct. No. As far as I'm concerned, as far as you're concerned, you can ask us anything because there's nothing to hide. And I feel as though the more that you share with the masses, the more comfort. The masses feel in having someone that they can look to that's gone through something that they've been through as well. Right. And it's about encouraging people to be truthful and to be honest and to face their truths. You know, it's about giving people, I don't know, like a reference point. Right. So that they can look to something and say, wow, this is something that's, this is someone that's speaking up for something that maybe I've been ashamed about or scared to mention. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like giving people just a platform so that they can relate to something. And that's the reason why I have no problem sharing the truths about the things that we've gone through in our relationship, you know, and Sometimes people just don't think about that. I I don't think that you thought about that. You thought that we went went there just to be targets, to be attacked or embarrassed. No, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed about going through something that many women have gone through. You're not embarrassed anymore about going through something that many men have gone through, but we're not scared to talk about it. And as a man, that doesn't make you soft. No, not at
0: all. And I don't care, like... You don't, know I mean, I don't I don't really care. I, I, I fought for my family and I will continue to fight. And nobody can ever say anything. And if you don't have a woman, this is for anybody out there, if you don't have a woman, a lady, a girl, a fiance, or a wife that you would fight for, it's not really love. Because I will fight to the end of time for my family. And you know what one of them said? They what? said my jacket was whack.
1: Who <laughs> you said your jacket
0: was whack? <laughs> one of Joe Bunn's hosts said my jacket was whack. And I was like, nigga. <laughs>
1: Don't go there. I, I see. This is the
0: flyest of materials that you have ever seen. <laughs> now nah, they were just joking, but you uh-huh. know, but you know. After, I mean, he 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 called me immediately because I texted him. He called me immediately, and you know, he said it was his bad. He didn't even think about it like that, and we were good. And then I told him that he should put his kid in uh, swimming. I told him put your kid in swimming quick because you know you don't want to ever get your kid in the pool and they don't know how to swim. So I said at this young age they learn fast, and we talked about swimming. And
1: uh, I'm just curious, something. how the hell did you transition? From you being upset to, to after school activities, or it's not the first time me and Button argued. New, it's a newborn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not the
0: first time me and Bunn argued. So, you know, after he apologized, we started talking, he started laughing, cracking jokes, and then I told him that he really needs to get his uh, son in um swimming. So then
1: there was nothing really disrespectful. No, no, I just, in- I,
0: just, I just I just, wanted to tell him. I mean, I don't...
1: No, I'm just at... Because like I said, I didn't hear it.
0: No, 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 no. It was nothing disrespectful. I mean, Joe okay. Biden's not a disrespectful person, but he said some, some shit that I didn't like and I hit him up immediately. All but right. he called me and that was it. But hey, that is it. So... That is Pillow Talk, and we're going to do that once a week. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of topics, whatever's popping that week in news, whether it's uh, celebrity news, whether it's regular news, we're going to talk about it and release this each and every Monday, all right? So don't forget this Wednesday, the Casey Crew Relationship Podcast will be out. That's where we talk about everything relationship-wise. And also, I just want to say that we are doing a live show. April 15th. It's almost sold out. Get your tickets, HighlineBallroom.com and uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. I'm DJ Envy. And
1: I am Gia Casey.
0: And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Pillow Talk. You're supposed to say Pillow Talk.
1: Say it. Well, you didn't tell me I was supposed to say Pillow Talk. What am I, psychic? Say it now. Pillow Talk.
0: That was whack. Pillow Talk. There you go. (laughs)